So I'm going to ask you again to each state your name, your age, where you were born, and your connection to each other. Okay, um, my name is Carmela Brindino, and I was born on Richardson Street um, in our house, <laughs> not in hospital or anything, wow. uh, almost 71 years ago because I will be 71 come September the 16th. My sister Rose is right here with me, and we live together. Um, and she just turned 76 on February the 11th of uh, 2016. Um, and we're here all our lives, and we love this neighborhood, and I know about the swinging 60s, well, both of us, due to my dad, because he was also a member, and a few of my cousins, uh, and since it opened up. Um, so, all I can say is that this neighborhood is still beautiful. Unfortunately, it did have a lot, a lot of changes uh, in the last uh, 40 decades. Which we're not too crazy about, but we can't change Four that. decades, not four. Four, four decades, I'm decades. sorry, yeah. four decades. Forty Excuse decades me. would be kind of... Yeah, I'm too... I'm, yeah. <laughs> a little long. I'm making myself... I'm making That's my... Okay. I meant yeah. to say four decades. That's okay, and let me... I'm just going to say that I'm Julie Lawrence. I work at the Swinging 60s Senior Center, and today is Tuesday, June 16th, and we're doing this as part of the Our Streets, Our Stories Oral History Project. Um, with the Brooklyn Public Library, the Swinging 60s Center is collaborating, and our local branch is the Leonard branch. So, ladies, um, tell me a little bit about, so you said that when this center was first here, your relatives came. Oh, yeah. What, and this building is, as far as I know, it's 40 or 41 years old. I I've only been working here a year. <laughs> I think it's about 41. Um, okay, um, you can, you can talk a little bit. I'm just going to ask them to be a little quiet. Okay. Um, and we um, are here, like, like, I don't want to repeat myself, but yes, we've been here all our lives. Right. Uh, and uh, we love this neighborhood. And we... This neighborhood was a beautiful neighborhood at one time. Very nice. I've also heard, though, that it wasn't so beautiful sometimes. I've heard oh, a little yes. bit of both, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, basically, it was very good up until the uh, early, late 70s, early 80s. Okay. But then it started to change, fortunately, thank God, like going into the um, early 90s. 90s yeah. And then it was getting better and better as far as crime and such. Okay. Um, but when we were growing up, there's very little crime. Well, tell, talk to me about where, so you grew up on Richardson between what and why? All right. Um, between, was, was the BQE, well, the BQE no, wasn't the there BQE, when you no, were born. No, no, it wasn't right? there yet. There was it no was, Brooklyn, Queens, and no, no. Which divides the neighborhood. Yes. I live on the other side of the BQE, but closer to the water. And you yes. ladies, I guess, live on this side? Yes, mm -hmm. we live on this okay. side. Uh, closer the east to, side of the BQE. Yeah. Um, I think you better answer it. Um, when we were growing I'm up, we had a lot of activities for us to uh, get involved in, such as uh, in this wintertime, we had ice skating rink, we had oh, plenty of movie theaters around the neighborhood, um, which was close in distance for us, um, and we had um, uh, bowling alleys, we had... Um, roller rings. Uh, we had mo a lot of mom and pop stores that we could have hung out. And ice cream sauce. Where was that? Greenpoint. Greenpoint, Manhattan, Manhattan Avenue. Avenue. So did you hang out 
Yes. Well, which part of it? It's funny, because it's funny. Whenever I think of Manhattan Avenue, even though we are situated on Manhattan Avenue here, I always think of Manhattan Avenue in Greenpoint, where all the stores are. Yes. That's where it that was. was. A lot it of was. We had so, I mean, did you hang out over there? Yes, because it was yeah. a lot of, a lot of uh, yeah. There was a lot of the, we had, just in Greenpoint alone, we had exactly uh, two, three, six movie theaters. Yeah. Really? Yes, nice. we did. Six movies. Mm -hmm. wow. And it was so reasonable. It was beautiful. We didn't have much as far as in uh, financial uh, status with the, everything was reasonable. Everything was, but it affordable. was a little hard. It was affordable, but yet it was a little hard yet. Because uh, we didn't make the salaries. Not, our families, them. our parents didn't make the salaries that they do today. But we got along. And um, we didn't long for anything. We didn't have all this here new technology. <laughs> but we were streetwise. That's and strange. we were also, um, the, our schooling was good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, and we had policemen that beach. had their beats. Three, four blocks away from us, each policeman had their own beat, their own beat, and we had a curfews. curfews. And the we knew our. Wait a minute, you had curfews when you were yes, when we were young. The policeman was so wonderful to us. Really? They used to see us. We knew them by name, and they knew us by name. And they used to, and we used to go to the movies, and we had curfews. And if we would get out of the movie a little late, and it was a little pissed off curfew. The policeman would come over to us and say, Rose or Camilla, whoever, you know, whoever was with her, you know, you're a little off your curfew. You know, you, you know, you, so I'm going to walk so you how, home. So how, wait, how old were you at this point? Oh, we were teenagers too. Really? Yeah, sure. The policemen were wonderful. Wonderful. They used to walk us right to the door. Really? Right to the door. But we didn't like it when we were younger. We said, oh, come on, we're not babies. You don't have to do this is my job, now you do what I say. They were very nice. They used to walk us right to the door. Mm -hmm. And if they thought that we were lying about, you know, being late, yeah. they'd ring our bell and then my no. parents. Oh, yes, they were wonderful. And we had the McCarran Park by McCarran us. McCarran Park, beautiful. Summertime, we had all the uh, um, activities as far as swimming. Um, we had lifeguards. And we, we had, had bocce ball. Bocce ball in the park. We yeah. had um, handball courts. We had um, swings. The children, they had the baby pool. Yes. And they had the pool for the grown-ups, mm -hmm. of course. I mean, we had so many We had a lot to do. And a lot we, to do. Beautiful. We, didn't ha we couldn't get into trouble no. because our minds were always occupied. Right. Even in the wintertime, we had things to do. Your minds were always occupied. Yes. Now, it's not like you didn't have computers, right? And did you, did, did you guys have a TV at home? Well, at first, no. no. There was no TV, just the radio. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. The radio was, it's funny, I am somebody who only listens to the radio myself. You would think I'm of another generation, but tell me what it is about the radio that you liked. Well, they had stories on. That they turned into TV. And then they made it after the TV came out. They made those, like, what do you call that? They produced them as serials? Yes. So what we heard on the radio. Yeah. They had one night that was all singing, like we had uh, all the, uh, we had Gordon McRae and all the songs mm. like that. This is an odd time, so you wouldn't wonderful. know. wonderful. No, it's and true. I don't know. We had the Lone Ranger. We had the Lone Ranger. That, of course, I've heard yeah, of. We had uh, Inner Sanctum. Oh, uh, Inner Sanctum. Yeah, yeah, the Inner Sanctum. Uh, we had uh, the, um, 
they had stories like All they had. I remember, Mama. Yes. Now these are, these are stories I for the growing ups, you know, and uh, like my mother and you know. But the other ones were like for the children, you know. But I remember Mama that used to come on every Friday night. Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon too, and uh, Gordon McRae. He had that hour and a half of all kinds of music and beautiful, nice, and uh, Molly Goldberg. They yes. had a family, beautiful. Then it turned into when the TV came out. Then they became programs. Yeah, and it was an uh, it was really beautiful. Of course, though we. We had a curfew, even in the house, as far as to go to sleep. Yeah. Really? My, yeah. My mom wanted us in bed early because she used to say, your brain functions better when you get a lot of rest. And so we had to go to bed they by 9 o'clock. And yeah. there were how yeah. many siblings all together? Well, two boys and two, two, boys girls. two girls. And your brothers are gone? Yeah, yes, my two brothers now passed. They left family. Unfortunately, thank God, we had, you know, they, they made their mark on this earth. And, um, but they never got to live to see no, their children, they, you yeah, know, grow up. Well, tell, and me, tell me a little bit about your, your paternal holds. Are you comfortable holding yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit your brothers and how, like, how much older? Okay. I assume they're older or is that? No, just one brother was not, Rose is the oldest. I'm the oldest in the family. So it's... It's me, boy. my brother, Kono, and then my sister, Camilla, and then my brother, Nikki, the baby. Yeah. So Nikki had gotten rheumatic fever when he was young. Oh. And uh, he was doing fine, but then as he grew up, rheumatic fever is a very bad thing. It's just well, we don't have, I, I don't think it's really it's common still anymore, bad. is it's it? No, thank God for that. No. Anybody who had rheumatic fever never lived to be past 40. They really? Still, yes, they, they still don't yes, have they still a don't have cure. No, they don't. They can only, fortunately, they could, people can live a little longer with it. Yeah. It eventually goes to the heart. The it heart. stays dormant in the body. And my mother was yeah. a stickler. Excuse yeah. me, Camilla. He had to get all his medication. She never made him take stop with the medication, even after he was married. Yeah. You do. You go to the doctors. And oh, especially goes, when he had oh, children. Yeah. And because naturally. he had two children then. Yeah. So he made sure he went. But he went and took care. But the doctor it, said his heart got too bad. Yeah. He had to have a heart transplant. Yes. Mm. But he wasn't eligible for one because, you know, you that was something you, have you had to, to wait, wait, wait. wait. And oh, he it, he yeah. just turned forty. He turned forty in July. And he passed what? away in December. No, that December. Yes, December. Uh, thank you. Uh, anyway, um, then my brother Kono passed away at fifty-seven. That's the one yeah. after me. Fifty-seven yeah. years the old. So how long ago was that? Uh, about well, nineteen ninety-seven, ninety-eight. I'm sorry. So it's like a little less than twenty. Twenty years, mm -hmm. a little less. I think 17 or 18, something like that. So there's just the two of us just left. Just the two of us now, right now. And, and how long, now, were both of you married? She was, I, now, was, I was never married. And I became a widow. Yeah. Uh, I have a son mm -hmm. who is now 50. Is he your only child? Yes, yeah. the only one. Yeah. So he's uh, my age. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh you look yeah. nice for your age. You look beautiful for your age. Thank you. And um, anyway. Yes, I have a, a son. His name is James, mm -hmm. and um, my husband passed away when he was twenty-six, and I was twenty-three. What was it like um, when you were kids and you were meeting boys and going on dates? How did that work with your parents? I mean, you oh, got to talk. Was, it was so different than yes, what it is yes. now, right? My parents always said, "Have respect for yourself. Right. Other people will have respect for you." And they always told us, my father, he always said, you, 
that if you meet a fellow and he wants to take you out, you got to tell him he's got to come up the house because I have to meet him and your mother has to meet him. And if he doesn't want to come, then he's up to no good. But if he's got any good thoughts on his mind and he really likes you, you let him come up and then I'll judge him. My father was very nice to them when they came up because every one of them came up. I said, look, you want to go out with me? You want to date me? My father and I explained everything. I said, he's kind of strict. I said, and this is what he wants and we, we obey him because he lets us do it because he knows he can trust us. Yes. I said, so you want to come up the house? Come up and you meet my father. If you don't like the questions he very asks you. Name. Both my parents. Yeah, my, my parents. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you feel like, so you were teenagers, what, in the 50s, I guess. Not really. No, in the, 40, I was born in 44, so I wasn't, oh, okay. like, yeah. in the 50s, 55, 56, I wasn't that much, oh, you know what no. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I did get married young. How old um, were you? Well, I met my husband at almost 17. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when did you, what age did you marry him? I married him a week before my 19th birthday. Okay, but at least you knew him a couple years, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, and we had a lot of our dates in the, in the house and couple dating. But that's how it was. I mean, not because my father didn't trust us. He no. knew how we were raised, especially with my mom. It's just that uh, the years ago at that time, boys never did, did what they did, did today. Boys had so much respect. Boys did have very I mean, I'm sure there were boys who weren't so good. Right. Right. But, but not that, as much. Not too much. Yeah. Majority were really mm -hmm. respectful to, to the girls. Such a yeah. different era. It, it was. It and was. you know something? In those days, you could have went out. And leave your door unlocked. Closed, but unlocked. Closed, but unlocked. You come home, you find your house the same. There was no robberies, no breakup, nothing. We went on vacation one time. My mother First forgot time. to lock the door. My father forgot to lock the door. It we went away for it. over a month. Yeah. And that, that those doors were unlocked, the door. We came home. A month? Yeah, because we were on vacation. Where did you go? Oh, we went traveling. My yeah, father used like, to take us every year. He would take us like uh, to Pennsylvania, travel around Pennsylvania. And so you would like take, go in the car. Yeah, yeah he took the car. Had a car. And the, the door, nothing was taken. No, nothing was it taken. was closed. It was closed. But People never locked. bothered to try to knob. They said, "Well, they're not here," you know, like they do today. Right no, away, the one. When there was this a family no, house, they, the, your own family house that you lived in. Like, no, was it, no, no, it was my. It? it was. Uh, it belonged to my grandfather and. Uh, when he passed. But I mean, it was in the family. No, we yes. hadn't been. Yeah, we yes. had, my aunt was uh, there, but they worked. But they had strangers, I mean, in the building because yeah. they rented the apartment to strangers. And you yeah. lived there too? Yes. Yeah, we lived there so too it much. wasn't just family? No, it wasn't. Well, it, was, it was a four-family house. Yeah. And two were us, my, my aunts, and, and us. And the and other two were two strangers. The strangers. But nobody. And nobody ever went never, into your apartment? No. Do you think yeah. that would happen today? Forget no about way. it. You can't walk out the door without doing this to you. No it's not, way. Well, it's not quite, I don't know if it's quite like that anymore, but it maybe was like that in the 70s. Well, the 70s, they started to get gangs. That's what I said. Like, there was. In the 70s, there was gangs. And, and so they formed... Uh, were they uh, Italian gangs or were they uh, it all kinds of gangs? It was a mixture. A mixture. I mean, there were so many. Uh, this year, that's when they started to come out with the neighborhood security. Yeah. Neighborhood watch. Like, my father joined that with my brothers, and the neighbor next door, the other man, and so on and so forth. And they, they used to join, and they used to ride around during the nighttime oh, and watch see? after work. That's how it was. And then on Saturdays, if no one was, it, it, let's say if we were going out on Saturday, the other people would take over. And they take turns on Saturday and Sunday watching. It was like a neighborhood. A big family. 
Yeah, like it was a big all family, family getting like, together, and we all looked out for one another. Really, that's everybody looked out for one so another, and this is the truth. Cool. That's you know. Um, so tell me a little bit about what that was like in terms of the way everything felt like a family. I mean, is it kind of would you say the way it feels here at the center, or describe it to me because I can't. You know, I wasn't here, so I can't really. Well, yes, for instance, a little closer than even a little closer the, the, because. because this even even here. Here was closer. I'm gonna to bring out a point about you can, what had happened. You can bring anything you like. One time there was my friend and me, my friend and I, we were going coming home. Yep. Now we stopped to talk to somebody. And how old were you about? Oh, I was about I think uh, sixteen. Okay. And we stopped to talk to somebody. Now this person that approached us was one of the, you know, the, um, watch, you know, the protecting, you know, the, uh, the neighborhood watch. And yeah. he said, uh, excuse me, he said, uh, does your parents know that you're out now? I looked at him and I said to him, yeah. And we knew him, he was like a, he was like real, he was like a, a brother to us. He was yeah. nice, but he did. And he, I says, he says, no, keep, keep, keep going. Uh, he says, um, uh, they know you're out? He said, sure. Really? I said, we're going home, I says now. He said, well, I'm going to walk you home. He said, this is why I want to be sure you get in your Did house. Did you feel good about that? Yeah, I says, all right, come on. He walked me home, and he says, good, he says. I'm glad that you didn't give me any problems, and you just, you know, you came on, because this is all for your benefit, for every every one of you. And we really enjoyed life that around that time, right? We never, we had, never had a problem. We never, never did. really had any problem. And the best part of it was when the police used to walk us home because they were our buddies. Not, they were our, weren't only policemen. They were policemen and they were our buddies. They knew every one of us by our first name. They walked us to our door and they were always around. And then in McCann's felt very secure. Because it was secure at the it time. It was. We didn't and have everything, there was, in our lives, there was more... Um, uh, uh, um, what's the word I want to use? We always had to follow rules. Mm. There was more, and and we mm. did, and we did. It, we didn't mind. The police, mm. they were wonderful. Really, they really were. How, well, let me ask you this also. Would you say that this neighborhood? I assume, is it safe to assume that you ladies are of Italian heritage? Yes. Yeah. We are American of Italian. Yes. Yeah, Italian heritage. Yeah, Americans yeah. of Italian heritage. Right. There you go. My Perfect. father and my, my mother, they were born here in the United yes. States. Yes. Ah. My grandparents were born. That's kind of born. unusual, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. My grandparents were born in, in Italy. Wow. Do so, you know when they came over? No, I, I really don't. I'm not too sure. I know my grandfather, when he came in on my father's side, he was only 13 years old, and he helped with the uh, railroad. Yeah. In fact, Indians were... There was Indians, and do you they know we this? called them um, uh, the Red Man. The Red Man. The red man. Yeah. My grandfather used to say the Red Man. He worked uh, on the uh, railroad. railroad. In, in what state? Do you know? Uh, he came into. Um, it wasn't New York at first. It was, if I'm not mistaken, my grand. Uh, See, he couldn't speak. Maybe? I was just going to say Pennsylvania, maybe? something like that. But he worked on the at, at 13 years old. 13, 13 years old? Yes, was that legal in those days? Yeah, I, I Listen, guess. It must have had to be. It had to be. Because, and I mean, he, he there, worked there. And then he, he made what he wanted to, and he went back, he went back to Italy. Italy. By himself, at 13, all by himself. 
And then he stayed there a little longer. He, he stayed there. My grandmother. He met my grandmother. He got married out there and then came back here. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. did your family, as far as you know, did they move to this neighborhood here? Well, they were all around this area. Yeah, yeah. All well, around the all, area. Yeah. They they started with from Pennsylvania. I think it was Pennsylvania. They then they they um well they originate they they came into Brooklyn and New York not New York New York but Brooklyn and they then they their their uh, how would you they say like their little farm here? Uh, yeah they had a little uh, farm up in uh, Great 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 River was it no that was Mons Mons yeah and Mons people Great River they had like a little where farm. was Great River oh it's up in uh. That was up like in uh, around the, the Casper Mountains, Casper somewhere was. around there. Yeah, they had like my, yeah. Well, you know, all this area, like all the swamp. The this swamp. area here was swamp. Yeah, everything Most was majority of it was swamp. Yeah. Swamp. But that was way before way, you. Way, oh, way. Please, yeah. I mean, centuries ago, yeah. Centuries ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, centuries so, ago. So, like, did you guys learn about this? Like, it's interesting to me. I never heard that before. Yeah. How did you learn about the neighborhood? By people that were older than my parents and people that knew, you know, they were saying they were there. And, and then we went to the library. We went to the library as much as we could. And, you know, that, you they didn't have things. too much information then in the libraries about your. Uh, local area, local, yeah, right. right? They did, but the little we have, we tried to learn them all. Because my mom, I think she was ahead of her time, not because really? she was my mom. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'll tell you what. My mom started to before we went to school. First of all, years ago, it wasn't mandatory to go to um, start school at kindergarten or preschool. We started when my mom wanted us to start, and we started at the first grade. When we but when we went into the first grade, we already knew all our alphabet. Yeah. We already knew uh, the timetable up to what? five. My oh, mother yes. was teaching it to us. Mother what? Us. Yes, and we already knew how to spell our name and our address and write it in script. Not yes. So it sounds mom. like she was an original homeschooler. Yes, she was. Because she, you know why? She why? was always thirsty for, for education. Because my mother, when her mother, she was thirteen years old when her, her mother died. Mm. Yes, my grandmother died, wow. so she had to leave school, and then you could have left school if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. She had to stay and watch her brothers and sisters. And she grew up in this neighborhood. Did both of your parents grow up in this neighborhood? She was born on Humboldt Street, but I mean, they moved to Mass. Yeah, then they moved, they moved to Mass. To Mass, but, but then on. she came here when she got married. Yes. Oh yeah, she lived here. She so tell me, this is fascinating. Tell me, what what. Did she tell you what it was like for her when she was yes, she so did. young to be working? She did. And she that's why she said to us out of the house. I she used to help. See, my great-grandparents, her, her, my, my grandfather on my mother's side, his mother and father were alive yet when my great-grandmother passed. And my grandmother passed, I should say. Mm -hmm. uh, but she was there to guide my mother, but she couldn't do it. She, she was old. She was an old lady. My, so she had to start helping to clean it. She used to do it before while my grandmother was alive, but it, she took on more responsibility. And she did, and then to bring the kids to, of course my grandmother left a three-month-old three baby. And years ago, they had, not, you see how they had the medical centers on? Oh, they yeah. had a clinic, they had a they clinic. Had and even though they you had- They the milk station. Yeah, even though you had a doctor, yeah, a family ago. doctor, you had to go there because then they were starting to give out the shots and all that. Oh, yeah. And you oh, had immunizations, to. they were yeah. just starting. Oh, yeah. Yes, right. and they had to have it recorded. And this was, if this was in your mother's era, she was in her teens. She that was 13 years old. The 
twenties or yes, yeah. she was born 1915. My dad was born 1910. She was yeah, and you know she was like very thirsty for education. She wanted to be, and she taught herself things that you never believed that she quit school at the age of 13. She had a brain in her head. God bless her. And she made us go to the library. Look it up. Right away. Well, and she would go I with mean, us. She'd come. After school, come on. Go to the library at least a half hour to an hour. Seriously. What was your mom's name? My mother's name was Maria. Delicious. Maria. Maria. Yeah. I'm not praising her. I'm stating facts. No. It sounds like your mother was a wonderful person that you she really was. looked up to. Yes. Oh, yeah. My dad, too. My I mean, dad was a wonderful man, too. And they he, loved one another. They really They had their, you know, ups and downs. Everybody yeah. does, but... They... My dad passed away and they had just celebrated their 61st yeah. wedding anniversary. They had a big party for them and all. Yeah. And a week after that, my brother Nicky that was, was the 50th. a big party. Oh, is it 60th or 60th? Rose, dad oh, passed away. Right, you yeah, you right. didn't understand. No, no, I, know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I didn't understand. They celebrated their 50th, yeah. but when my dad passed away, they were celebrating. They already celebrated their 60th. Going on. It was over 60, like over 60 five years months. they were married. Yeah. 60 in five months. Yeah. Yeah. Years. And when we had the 50th anniversary for them. My brother Nicky was alive. A week after he passed. He passed away. Yeah. Yeah. So at least he was there for their 50th yeah. wedding anniversary. They got married again, all over again. Really? Yeah, yeah, we made them get married all over again. We were in the church. We were no, 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 we knew the vows. Not we knew the vows. All we knew in the vows. But there was a marriage again. Yes, again. But that's how... We, and then the priest says, how many children does your mother have? And, all, and we told him, well, we're going to do this because none of the parents, none of the God people, uh, the, no, um, the matron of honor and the matron, they weren't, they they were dead. At the time. So he says, well, your mother and father are going to have to walk down the aisle, but you know what? You children are going to walk Aww. with them. And we laughed and said, we weren't there for the first one, but we're surely going to be here for the second one. <laughs> and yeah. what it worked out beautifully. church was this at? That was well, that was St. Stanislaus in Nesbeth. That's where they, yes. yeah, that's where they uh, got married you, the first Well, that was her parish. That was the her woman parish. usually gets married in their parish. parish. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As far as the Catholic uh, religion goes, yeah. that's how it works. And so tell me a little bit, you know, you talked about your mom and how she was so into education yes. and learning. Oh, yes. And how did that translate to how you felt about your neighborhood and how you connected to your neighborhood? To be honest with you, well, it, we, it, it was our neighborhood. We loved we it. Loved it. And, and we thought all mommies did what yeah. my mom did. Yeah. We thought all daddies did what my dad did. Right. Until we got older and we... We have friends, but my parents always said it's good to have friends. You need diversional, yeah. but pick your friends and mm. choose and see how they are. That's right. But the main people that you should be close with is always, always your family, your siblings, because they'll be around for you. And yes, we were. We, I'm not we saying were. like you know they weren't perfect, but this is how they were raised, and this is how and they you know, were raised. We used us. to argue, right? Yeah, we used but to we argue. Never went to bed near. Never went to bed near. My father and mother said. Argue, that's normal. But you don't go to bed, man. Angry at one another. Angry at don't. one another or anything because 
You never know what's gonna happen, so make it your business. You make up and you don't say, oh, this one started it, so I'm not gonna back, back you know. We were even close here at the marriage and Very close. We really were, Very honestly. Close. Sounds like a really unusual family. This is the God's truth. Yes, I, and unfortunately, I, I don't... some, excuse me for interrupting, no. unfortunately, sometimes when there's in-laws, it's not so nice. And then you gotta bite your tongue a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah. In-laws, like, not, not, the male, the female. Females. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure. So you have to bite your tongue. And my mother, my father, we said, when well, my brothers got married, you don't put in. That's yeah. their business. But those on behind their closed doors, mm. you stay there and you just Sounds out. so great. They sound so great. What did your dad so do for a living? My oh. dad was, uh, at first he was a, uh, 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 all around, he was a truck driver. Mm -hmm. But when the war was on, he was he a sh the, ship fitter. Yeah, he worked. Yeah. Yes. Where did he work? Uh, the piers at, in fact, by uh, off of India Street on Manhattan. He worked in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. He was a ship fitter, and he, he passed for the Navy. Yeah, he was going to be a Navy man. Yeah. But at that time, my mom was pregnant for me, which was the third child. I said, yeah, third child. And that and new law came out about if you're married and you have you have children, you know, you're, you you, um, you you get a one a car. But then after that, they say like you know. Unless, yeah, yeah. They were, he was waiting for either to be called into it because the navy men always left later than the army men after the induction. But they got, they got their, yeah. 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 This and is what we were told, and by my mom too, because we, you know, we said, "How come Dad wasn't in service?" Because when we he had a one A card, they yeah. gave you that one A card. Yeah, and it was we very were hard to get a job. We had cousins that were in the other other things. Was in the. Who was in the uh, who Navy, was in the who was Air Force, the Force. Navy, who was CBs, who was just a regular doughboy, who was, uh, um, uh, 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 what are the other ones, um, pilot mm -hmm. we yeah. had. I mean, because we were... Family was very big, very large family. on my father's side. My mother's side wasn't that... My, my father's side, yes. Uh, they, in fact, my dad had a niece and two nephews older than him. He was the baby of the family. Because he was a change of life baby. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, I, so, you know, we're already up to half an hour. So I'd love to hear about a couple more things. I'd, I'd you know. Well, tell us what we'll just Yeah, so here's, here's what I'm, I mean, I'm just sort of thinking about some of the things that we might talk about in the next few minutes. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about your lives and your, what you did, you know, when you were working. And, um, and of course, we do want to hear something about the changes in the neighborhood, too. I mean, and, and did you ever go to, so when your dad was working on India Street, did you ever go to see him? No, we were young at the time. This was during the war. Yeah, during the war time. We were young. Yeah. In fact, I wasn't even born yet because I was born in 44. The war ended at 45. Yeah. You know? And my, she was only three or four at the time. And my younger brother was maybe seven months, something like that. So what did he do after that? Well, then he went into, he became a truck driver, and he was that, he used to go uh, out of town for it, but then my mom didn't want to be left alone too long. So he got a job in the neighborhood in a mattress factory, delivering mattresses to furniture stores as well as um, uh, factory stores that made furniture. Yeah. And he was in that big job until he retired, which was like 40 years. Yeah. And it was in the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. It was right on Llama Street. And did he deliver mostly to the neighborhood? Oh, or no, no. He went upstate, too. He had a he Really? All, yeah. all over the five boroughs. Yeah. So, that's, so that's kind of interesting. So that kind of, you yeah. know, 
remind reminds me that this neighborhood has so much more manufacturing. They even when I moved here 26, 27 years ago, there was still some manufacturing. There was plenty around our neighborhood. Do you know they all turned into now condos and how many factories closed down? Oh my God! First of all, I worked for Andrew Geller's. That was Big Shoe Factory. Yeah, Andrew Geller. I remember. I think that closed down. And that was in the neighborhood. Yes, it was right on. Lama Street, Lama Street between Bedford and, uh, and Richardson. Not, not Richardson, Andrew Gellis. Lama Rosie between Bedford. Lama uh, Bayard. I say Bayard. Bayard. Not Bayard. I'm sorry. Bayard and Richardson. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, it does go back. And, wow. Uh, I mean, you couldn't even imagine that now, right? No. no. You know, on the south side, and where they call it now, the Ritz on the on the south side, like uh, Berry Street and White Avenue and South Fifth, and uh, that area was ninety percent of it was factories. 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 You got a job like this. Yeah. Every kind of stuff. Really? Uh, on on Union Avenue, there was a candy factory, and right next to it was um, uh, pretzel and and. Um, like potato chip factory things. I mean, this area was so rich in abundance of factories all over Grand Street, Crane Avenue, not counting the stores. Practically every store on all the houses, the bottom part was stores. We had clothing stores. We had little mama pop candy stores. We had um, little uh, knickknack stores. There was, every, there was a lot of stuff around. They yeah, are turned into... Apartments now, but there was a store and oh, we had vegetable fruit and stores. Every other block was a fruit and store, vegetable place, vegetable. a store. I mean, a fruit and vegetable, I should say, store. We had all kinds. We had shoemakers. Wow. Yeah, shoemakers. Oh. Yeah, they were there. Yeah, we had barber shops. Barber. There was like yeah. Every third block there was a barber shop. You know, there was so many stores. Keep, yeah, keep, it, keep was really, it was beautiful. There was everything around here and around there. Now, forget about it. There's no place. There's, no place. there's more. Unfortunately, now they're building, building, building. There's more lofts and, and plenty uh, costing so much money for rents and all. Where are these people working? Where are these That's people going to have jobs? There's, two, there's supposed to be places that you're supposed to work. Yeah, to There's me, no it's place. like there used to be an even balance of white collar and blue collar. There, there isn't any in the neighborhood and in the city, right? Yeah, yeah. The whole there city. isn't anymore. There was, you know, how many factories was in the neighborhood? You know, I have claustrophobia, and I, I, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. I had, a, I used to fear going in the subway, so I never went to New York to work. I says, I got a lot of factories around here, so what's the big deal? I'll work in a factory and be in walking distance. I, even if I have to take a bus, it's all right. I says. But I can't go down into that suburb because I thought oh, that was ventilated. My, dad, my yeah. mom tried to find out what it was. Nothing. She yeah. had, uh, you know, uh, her the doctor said uh, it's real. Counselor. I must have thought. For her, it's real. Yeah, because like, I, I can't, I feel like the the, the uh, subway's closing in on me that I can't. I get it. No, yeah. I get it. So anyway. But, I, but you liked it. I mean, it was, it was, I, you said something really interesting. You said, I'm sorry. I mean, but you said something. It was a mix of white and blue collar. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that's true now? No. Not now. Now no. there's no factories anymore. Where are the people? They're building these big skyscrapers, right? And there's no place to work. That's why there's a lot of 
That's why there's a lot of people killing, a lot of people getting uh, uh, robbed. Well, because there's no good there's, mix. It's it's kind of like everything's like separated and stratified. It's like people live here, they go to work in Manhattan yes. at these fancy jobs, but there's no place for middle no, and, and, that's and what I mean. class people. Over here, right? you know, I worked from Andrew Geller's 13 years. Mm -hmm. Then Andrew Geller closed down, mm -hmm. and I got a job on uh, Metropolitan Avenue. In the clothing line. In the clothing line. Mm -hmm. I worked there four or five years. Then that was supposed to, that was like season work, so I got rid of that job. When I heard Andrew Geller's, another shoe uh, company uh, uh, took over, mm -hmm. and I could reinstate my insurance, you know, like my, uh, yeah. So I went back and I told them that I worked for Andrew Geller's 13 years, but I want to be reinstated in the same, you know, shoe uh, union. I said, because I don't want to lose it. Ah, unions, yeah. unions. We had unions, oh yeah, we had it's that. And they were strong, no right? now. Huh? They were strong, right? Yeah, then, it was it strong then. Now. But not now, I mean, I, like, there's nothing. You just said oh, this. Wait, let me just say one thing. Those factories now are closed, and they got these big buildings there. There's no closed rows. They would turn into lofts and apartments. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. They were closed they, down. They, the factories, they just got the... Now, that's all for people. It's no more... For, for, for people housing. to go to work. Housing. Now they got all these buildings. Mm -hmm. Where are all these people going to work if there's no places? And you there? can't continue to go to New York because kids yeah, aren't down there. It's city. funny because I just saw today that uh, Elliot Spitzer, remember our former yes, attorney general? Yes, I remember him. He's building a huge complex with, I think, something on the hundreds, if not thousands, more units on the south side on the water. Yeah. Where are we going to put all these people? Where? Where? First and, of all, and, and they say affordable. Affordable to me no. is what's according to income, and because yeah. we are senior citizens, our incomes are not growing uh, fifteen hundred uh, uh, every paycheck or something like that. And they could say according, and with children, I mean it's hard. And then I can't see because these children that are, are here now, they these young couples have to leave their kids and let strangers pay them to raise their children because they need the money. And these children don't have a family life like we did. They're missing out on everything. So you were lucky, right? You were we, lucky in the last We didn't have all this new no, uh, stuff I think it above my errors here. Yeah. So I won't see, neither will my sister and the rest of us in the senior citizens' uh, 60 center over here. But you know what? I enjoyed my life. My life, you did. I had a beautiful upbringing I, from parents that were loving and adoring, and they were there for us all the time. My mother was my mother, and was there for us for school, everything, you name it, and she was always involved in things when it came to her four children. Her four, she used to call us the ducklings, four yeah. ducklings, <laughs> but she was there for us. My father was there also when he had to be the way it was supposed to be. Right. But my mom was there more because mom didn't go to work. Mom always had us around her. And she wasn't like that, you know, like a not, woman not, like choked or anything. No, we, we enjoyed it. We loved mm -hmm. it because she was just, my mother used to do things and go with us. She used to take us to Prospect Park. Wow. Yeah. We used to go places. Come on, kids. Summertime. Come Travel on, on the train. Travel on the bus. Yeah, when so I was you're very, she, she allowed you to be very independent. Yes, yes my mother was. At a was. time when maybe that was a little unusual. Yes. Yes, it so. was. And I mean, she always... Learn. She always had a dictionary. Yes. And she always learned the words. And she, she, she was spell it. sure. She'd open it up and look it up. She wrote to the president. She what? wrote to three. She wrote, wrote to three. She wrote to three presidents. Yes. You know which presidents? Yes. She, 
Yeah. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Wow. Yeah. She wrote to um, Nixon yeah. because of the Vietnam War when my brother was inducted. Mm -hmm. And she wrote to Reagan. And we got three answers. Unfortunately, when fire. the fire, that's it. We oh. had the letters and now it's not there. We were supposed to see that. We yeah, so it no was very old she and herself. But she wrote it herself. And then I have to admit, she would add to me or my sister, uh, just to make sure, is see, the paragraphs good? Are they right? Yeah. She asked you to proofread it. Yeah, yeah proofread it. This is the woman that only had, up until she was 13 years old, education. But she had that dictionary she, all the time, close by. Close by, on, we had a little counter on, in the uh, table counter. I should say a cabinet counter, rather. That was always near there. It was getting old. She said, you have to get him. And sure enough, she would get another one. What was your mother's name? Marie. Marie. Marie, Marie you told me that. And your Marie. father's name? My father's was Vincent. Vincent. It's, we're getting close to 40 minutes, so I want to think about wrapping up. Um, yes. So I know you ladies have, haven't had an easy time in the last, is it the last year? Two years. Two, Two years, years, right? Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, go too much into it, but I will say that you strike me as two ladies who have a lot of resilience, you're strong, um, you look to the positive. You were saying to me that you appreciate the help that my friend Laura gives you over at the housing office. Yeah. Said, yes. Tell me what are the things that are most important to you that you got from your parents and from your neighborhood that keep you going? And that will keep you going even through difficult times like you've been going through. Because every day I see you, like I remember I've heard you talk about these things, but when I see you, I feel uplifted, I feel happy, Thank I feel, you, Thank I feel you. warm in my heart. And this is all the truth. I, you, I don't think truth. you're, you don't strike yeah. me as ladies who make that stuff no, up. So no, in the no. next two minutes, tell me each, why don't you go first, Carmela? Tell me what are the things about your parents and your life and your family and the neighborhood that, that, gave you that strength and how you want to use that strength going oh, forward. Yeah. Okay. Um, first of all, my parents, I say God bless them that I had those two people for yeah. my parents. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Amen. That's one thing. Because they always said, try to be as honest as you possibly can and don't lie because you know what, you'll sooner or later you have to keep covering up that lie with other lies. Mm. And sooner or later you're going to forget that. Be honest with yourself and you can be honest with other people, no matter what the consequences are. Be honest. Be a good citizen in your life and teach your children that. And when you have that, you got everything. And believe in God. We believe in God, but if other people believe in a super being, fine. But right. you believe because you have to have something in your lifetime to believe in right. and to look forward to. And feel that you've got something to keep going on and on with and so that um, she wasn't it's beautiful a she fanatic was, she wasn't a fanatic fanatic in religion but believe and be a, a good person in yourself and treat others again as you would wish them to treat and let, never be prejudiced well, let, no. let me ask you a little aside because i want to let you finish but i you know a lot of people talked about the mafia being active in oh, this yeah. neighborhood it was but, but it sounds like you kind of, they were there, you let it alone. You got, you sound like you had a very strong family. You did? Yes. And you my father up. knew some of them. My father. My father grew up and grew up with them. some of them. They, they knew us. Yeah. And they didn't bother you didn't bother them, they wouldn't bother you. But they looked out for you. Oh, yeah. Because that was like a knit family, close-knit family. Mm -hmm. They looked out for everybody because 
as long as you leave them alone, they were honest. But if you went out and you tried to, you know, do them <laughs> dirty, then they were... That's interesting. Yeah. So, Rose, tell me, since we should wrap up, because I've had you ladies here a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, Longer true. than we expected. Well, I think you, I don't know, I, you were, it seemed like you were been enjoying this. Yes, because yeah. we're talking about what, oh, time what was beautiful then. Yeah. And yeah. now it's so different. Now, when we look at television, we cry because we say, this is, this was never like this. Mm. And all the killings and all the robberies and all the, the news is... It's heartbreaking to look at the news yeah, now. It is. I hear you. That's why I say. Well, so tell me as we wrap up, Rose, what are, so you've heard some of the things that your sister Carmela said about what were so important to you, and it's very inspiring. What were the things to you that are important that are going to keep you going? And basically, honey, the same thing. Don't give up. Same thing. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up and don't do any bad. Always be honest. Yeah. And most of all, don't be prejudiced because mm -hmm. we're all God's children. Mm -hmm. We get cut, we all bleed the same color. Mm -hmm. we, my parents were prejudiced. Yes, my never. Parents had we had all the League of Nations at our house. Yes. That's right. Was that different from other families? Yes, yeah. a lot of people yeah. there were prejudiced. But, but in my house, my father said, don't you dare. If they respect you, you respect them. Their color doesn't mean anything because we're all God's children. And he was very strict with that. Very strict. And thank God, people, they were always nice with us. And some of the people that, colored people and, you know, other uh, denominations. And, we used to say some of them were more honest than some of our friends. You yeah. know, from, the, from our own kind. Mm -hmm. And we even told them, look, you people, because one of them did say, why are you, because they're all God's children, mm -hmm. and they're very good to us, and we're going to be very good back. We're all alike. My Nobody's been. My father used to bring them up our house for Christmas dinners. Wow. Yeah. And that's no lie. To be one person gives you respect, you give, you give it back. Them back. And, that's it. And I think, would you say that's one of the most important things you learn yes. from your parents yes. that will keep you going and we do. through the yes. rest of your life? And we do. And we find out that there is a lot of people that help us. Strangers. Beautiful. In the street now, they see me with the cane. They come over to me. Mama, let me help you. God bless you. Thank you for helping me. And that's the truth. God makes them come to help us when we're in need. So you do good. And you, you will get, get back. good back. And you think that, would you call that a characteristic of this community? Yes, 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 basically yes, 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 basically yes. Believe me, I mean, some of them are a little, if you want to say a little, you know, snooty. snooty. But basically, they're there for you. They're there for, they're there for you. They are. Really this community, you. this area, uh, I, I can't explain as far as they are. They they're are. They're there. They're nice people. They're good, good. people. That's great. Because they're this basically this I think some of the same background of up rearing right, as we as did. Well that's great, Liz. This is a this was a forty so far forty six hey. minute interview. <laughs> I just wanna say thank you for doing this with us, Carmela and Rose. It was beautiful. It helps me and everything we're telling you, honey, it's the I truth. It's a fact better than it's Truth, yes, but fact too, because facts, books are made out of right. Thank you right. so much, I ladies. It's too bad that you never get to know. You never get to know how it was. It was great. I was just by was word of mouth. And that was well, that's what this entire project yeah. is about, ladies. Yeah. So thank you so much for doing this.